All right, he's back. It's official. Tim Hortons and Justin Bieber, they have announced a new collab just in time for the summer. Here is a branding expert, Mike Leon from Brand Heroes Marketing, who joins us once again here in the program. Hey there, Mike. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Uh, Listen, we chatted about this a few weeks ago when there were rumors out there. Now that it's official, what do Tim's and the Biebs have in store for us this summer? Well, the Beebs is back. It began with the Tim Bits, or sorry, Tim Beebs, and now it is a French vanilla cold brew starting June the 6th. So it's the good times are continuing into the summer, Jeff. Okay, and they're calling this one much like Tim Beebs, which had a certain ring to it. Uh, this is going to be what the, is it the Beebs or the Bieber brew? This is the Beebs brew. Okay, and uh, this is something done, uh, again, in consultation with uh, Justin that uh, apparently, particularly in the summer, as the uh, story goes, the press release says uh, he enjoys more of a uh, iced coffee or cold coffee than hot coffee in the summer. Well, you know what, it's true, and if, if Beeb's Brew isn't enough of a tongue twister for you, try Beeb's Brew Brainstorm. And that's ultimately what happened when he initially said just, you know, to the Tim Hortons team, he prefers his coffee on ice. And this led to that brainstorm, which led to continuing on with a new product expansion, which, you know, with everything that we've talked about, about the Beebs brand and the brand of Canada and the brand of Tim Hortons, makes a lot of sense to extend it, especially given how successful Tim, Tim Beebs were. Yeah. So do we expect uh, nothing less uh, this second time around? Uh, I mean, can you get lightning in a bottle twice? Are they going to strike gold again for a second time, do we think here? You know, I guess it depends what kind of day you catch me on, Jeff, because, you know, on one hand, if something's successful and, you know, if it's marketed properly and if it's launched properly and if all the great stuff kind of that needs to happen to make a product successful happens, in theory, everything should be good. But, you know, the one thing that is is very, very difficult to forecast, no matter how much money organizations spend trying to figure that out, is the feeling of the consumer when this actually hits daylight. And, you know, there have been instances where sometimes things would be great and the brand will say, hey, we're going to keep the good times rolling by extending the brand into product X and Y. And consumers will react and say, "Uh, uh-uh. So is that going to be the case here? Hard to say. Is there a danger of sometimes brands taking things too far? Absolutely. You know, and I think the analogy I would give to that is it's like if somebody tells a joke and they get a lot of laughs and then they try and extend that joke and it becomes a wah-wah-wah moment. That happens with brands, too. So it's definitely something to be on the lookout for. Okay. Is there merchandise this time around as well, do we know, Mike? Because that was also a huge uh, hit, and I think that this is something that carries over for uh, Tim Hortons. I mean, it's one thing to have, you know, the Biebs brew and a nice coffee, but when you've got merchandise that uh, Bieber fans, uh, Beliebers, all over the world can uh, buy up, I mean, I can't see that they're passing this up for a second time. Well, you know what, Jeff, you're, you're right. I mean, there's Beanie, the fanny pack, the tote bag. Um, you know, they're, they're being marketed in limited quantities. So, yeah, like there's the whole <laughs> Beebs package. In fact, they're calling this the Beebs bundle. So you can get a large Beebs brew and a 10-pack of Tim Beebs for $5. So there's a whole bunch of different ways to experience this, which, you know, the cynic in me kind of says, is it running the risk of being a little too exposed 
or can fans just not get enough of all of these different products at Tim Hortons? So yeah, well, listen, uh, we're we're going to find out. But just in our remaining uh, minute or so here, uh, Mike, uh, do you think that this is what you need to do? I mean, Tim Hortons does, and what is an increasingly competitive uh, sector, uh, the coffee uh, business, the refreshment uh, business, uh, because you got to do something to uh, you know make a consumer or a customer say, "Hey, I'm going to choose your brand over someone else." Totally. Well, you know what, Jeff? I think it. I think it checks a couple of important boxes. You know, one of them it keeps the brand relevant, particularly with younger audiences. Which, for a brand that's been on, like a, you know, been around as, as long as Tim Hortons has, that can always be a challenge. And then the other box that it checks too is kind of reinforcing why Tim Hortons is here in the first place, which is the whole Canadiana, right? the whole folksy quality of Tim Hortons. And, you know, say what you will about the Beebs brand, but in a lot of cases, it's very similar. You know, he's a proud Canadian. He's a proud Ontarian. He's, he's very proud of being from Stratford. He's very proud of Tim Hortons. So when you connect those two brands together, I think in a lot of ways, they kind of help each other out. Beebs gets to reinforce his Canadiana. He gets to reinforce his folksy charm. Tim Hortons gets to stay relevant and tap into that market that, you know, sometimes historically they've really struggled being relevant with. So, you know, it, it's a marriage of convenience, and it makes a lot of sense. All right, and it all gets underway once again uh, June 6th. The Beebs Brew is available. Mike, I appreciate it as always. Thanks so much for this. Thank you. Have a great one. You too. Back after break. Stay with us. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.